0: Hey guys, it's Aaron. Just wanted to let you know this is part two of a two-part series. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, we obviously recommend that you go back and listen to that one. Or you can just continue on if you want to be a rebel. And if you have already listened to the previous episode, well, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Enjoy.
1: Hello, I'm Rob Dietrich, the master distiller and blender for Black and American Whiskey. Pour dram and settle in. This is the Cask Chasers podcast.
2: thing i'd love to do with you is you're having a glass um i i I know you don't have the black and with you um you're you're sipping something equally cool we are going to have some of the black and cast strength you know kind of um as a as a nod to you because i know that that was your one of your first projects anyway with them so we talk about it a little bit aaron's pouring himself a glass so i've been enjoying and i'm not ashamed to It's my second glass and uh
0: Rob's been watching us. It's more than your shaking his head. More than (laughs) these
2: guys killed that entire (laughs) bottle. Um, So when I got this, it it was the hardest thing. We didn't open it. We waited to have you on the show before we opened it, and it's been a hard thing to crack. I've had the original um, plenty of times. It's very good. It's easy to find, and for the listeners, you know, go out and get a bottle. The cast strength isn't necessarily as easy to find but it's available and yeah, you if your state it. allows you can order it online well, and
0: uh, just to talk over um, just to talk over Rob a little bit more before we let him talk um, the r- super reasonable price points on them when you can like the like the standard black end I think you can find it for 30 40 bucks and, that, and that's another thing a lot of times you'll see a celebrity whiskey and I'm using air quotes when I say that because this is a good whiskey that happens to Happens to have celebrities attached to it and working with it, if if that makes any sense. Um, the you 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 you'll see a price jump just because so and so is attached to it or so and so has their name on it. A lot of the white labeling we talked about earlier. This right. for the most part. Like, especially, you know, the standard expression, even, even the cast, the cast strength. strength is 60 bucks.
2: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Dude, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like, that
0: So like, if you can get a
2: cast strength, American anything, whiskey for $60, strength, dollars, yeah. that's yeah,
1: actually ahead. in some markets. I mean, basically it, it, the average is about, um, around $45, um, in, in some markets and, uh, and you're going to see anywhere from 60, uh, 60, 60 to 70 on the cask strength, mm-hmm. depending yeah. on, you know, depending on what, uh, what market you're buying it in, um, yeah i but more. you know that that cask strength is you know, I I I had a lot of fun with that you know again we were talking uh, earlier about how you know even even black and original is is still pretty uh, up there in proof you know forty five percent ABV uh, ninety proof and uh, you know because we like to have just a little bit higher proof whiskey with the cask strength that's exactly what it is it is the the proof that it comes out of the barrel at so what we did was we um, made our our blend you know we've got our our, our blends of bourbons and rise um we did our cask finish and then we kept that at a uh, we kept that at cask strength so it's the same same uh uh, same blending uh, profile same cask finish uh um the uh and then the we do the uh, and of course it has its own playlist as well and then we just whatever that that uh, that vatted proof comes to that's our cask strength proof
2: I'm not trying to be funny and being dead serious, and I mean this in a good way. There is a metallic kind of thing going um, um you know how sometimes the medicinal metallic metal yeah, flavor you know. is bad? <clears throat> it's it's got a good kind of um acidic kind of thing going okay. on that I really, really like. I don't disagree. It, it I don't in get the it, cheeks. but I don't disagree. Oh, I get what you're think saying. Think of anyway. pepper, like you know how pepper sits in the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Think of pepper, but it turned up a little bit. The okay, volume sure. maybe the volume, maybe the, the amperage. You see what I'm doing? here? That's right. No, but really the gain. A, if you turn up the gain. The gain. Yeah. Um it's really good, yeah. man. That's really, really well, I'm glad good.
1: You, I'm glad you enjoy it. You know, and, and with those elements that like you know, the sweetness and you kind of get that viscosity because you know, we're um you're you know, we're only doing a, a five micron paper filter just to get any any char, so you're not getting any char in the bottle. Um the 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 sweetness, you know, you're gonna get all those you know, almost those honey notes are coming from the corn, a little bit even from the wood. And then, of course, you got the brandy, you know, and, and brandy's got those those elements of of richness to it, those those rich sweet tones that you're going to get from the brandy, and of course, at a cask strength, you're getting all that flavor, like pow, right there. So you're, you know, we're not we're not um, uh, cutting this down to you know to proof um, with you know with water. That's how you know for anybody who understands how whiskey is cut to proof, we're we we're, we we're using um, the best water source that you have available, and uh, and for us. Um, it's exciting to be able to like just to drink it straight from cask strength, um, directly into, uh, your own glass and, and your own choices on, on how you want to enjoy it.
0: When I've, I've been saying this, I feel like I've been saying this more recently and maybe it's me that's, that's changing and developing, but this is dangerously easy to drink for a cask strength. You know, maybe, maybe I've just, yeah, maybe I've been just pounding my taste buds with too much cast strength stuff. but well, I,
2: I think if you have, and this is more for the new listeners because it's kind of obvious, if you have a good distiller that you can trust and that knows what they're doing, mm. you yeah. can trust their cast strength. Sure. I think sometimes, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but I think some some whiskey makers, you know, maybe they're new to the game or whatever, or they're trying to yield more product, they'll just put out a cast strength and it's just it's a cast. Yeah.
1: yeah, Kicks you in the shins. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not supposed to hurt you.
2: you Right. It's it's supposed supposed to enjoy it. And it
1: it might be a little higher proof, but you know, the whole, the whole point of drinking a good whiskey is to enjoy it. And, uh, and, you know, and that's always, you know, I feel like when you're creating a great uh, blend, it's, it's always about those layers, you know, you want it. you want to have that, that beginning, you know, draw you into, to the whiskey. And then, you know, and then you have a middle that you're just that you've layered up to get to, to that, to that peak in the middle. And then you want a nice long, what I like, you know, is, is especially with the cask strength, you get that nice long finish. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's the way I feel a, a great blend needs to work is all those layers that layer up and then layer back out.
2: We um we have some good friends in the industry that are, that are, you know, that blend ashley barnes mm-hmm. um she you know she's with the spirits group and some other friends in the blending world and i think blending itself the art form of blending isn't put on enough of a pedestal um because people think okay distiller they're making it they're barreling and they're moving on the process of blending in itself is a mat, is an art, it's an art form.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think people in the industry, in the, know I'm talking on know the outside. It, but like, I think, yeah. I think on the outside well, looking in newcomers, you hear people, it's, it's all about, you know,
2: you'll hear people say, you know, Blanton's, I want a single barrel, whatever. Um, I think we were drinking the Eh Taylor, and we had the small batch versus the blend, mm-hmm. and the the blend we appreciated more mm-hmm. than the small than the single or the small batch. Yeah, versus the single barrel, yeah. Um, I think I, I respect blending. I, I expect the art form of taking multiple casks and putting them together, and and then creating you know a superb liquid. And I, I think, like you said before, Rob, you know, uh, prick roll that was kind of his shtick, and then obviously we're kind of, we're doing it here too. Segway from blending. So it looks like so you partnered you partnered with um with Willet um and so this the next one we're going to sip on here is the Willet blend and I think and it's, you a, worked, rye, it's rye. a rye it's a rye it's the which Willett makes rye, me nervous which is is that their sixth year I think um and you worked with Drew on this one I believe correct
1: I did yeah, yeah. this was uh, this was fantastic I you know we we came up with this idea um to do a Masters of Whiskey series where I am collaborating with other master distillers to create a limited release um, collaboration. And, and, and part of this was partly inspired by the way the band approaches making music. You know, they, they like collaborating with other artists. Um, when I was making single malt whiskey in Colorado, I was uh, you know, I was doing limited releases every, every um, you know, once a year. And that was all about blending and creating uh, something. So we really wanted to take this to the next level and, 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 you know, reach out to, to, to our friends, my friends in the, in the whiskey community and, uh, and create something special. And that was um, the collaboration that I uh, was, was honored to do with, uh, with Drew Colesveen of uh, Willett Distillery. And we, we, um, you know, and that part was fun, you know, going back to your point about, about blending, you know, it really is an art form. It takes, um, you know, it takes a lot of uh experimenting and really understanding, you know, to, 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 be able to succeed at making a great whiskey, you have to fail dozens of times, probably, mm. you know, it's, you know, you're, you're going to be tasting something and you're like, okay, I like this base. I've, I've, I've taken this and this and this, and I've added it together and I like the base. And then you add something else on top and boom, you just, you know, the whole thing just got ruined. Yeah. So you have to start over again. You're like, okay, that's layer back up. And you know, when we set out to, when we uh, uh, approached uh, Drew and and Willett, uh, they were they were ecstatic. You know, they were they were friends with Dave Pickerel. Um, Drew uh, Drew and I have known each other. He's known you know what I was doing when I was you know working with American single malts and, and pioneering the American single malt whiskey category. And uh, so he, he was excited to to work together on this, which was 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 a lot of fun. And we um, uh, you know when we sat down to build this, we had probably thirty samples um, on this big long table in front of us, and uh, and there was it was two recipes. It was a low rye recipe and a high rye recipe, and and then a variety of ages. We had four, five, six, seven, and eight mm-hmm. age age um, elements on those two recipes. So you have all these little you know balances. Now you've got you know different ages and different recipes that we're trying to find that that perfect balance with, and. And we, uh, we started working, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because everybody has their own style. Um, I, you know, he'd ask me what I would need while I was there, just like, I need a, a you know, a handful of graduated cylinders and glasses for every, every sample. And, and, uh, and, you know, we, we, we just, we both just kind of dove in our own way. He was on, on one end of the table, on the other side and I was on my side. And we just started, you know, what I did was I poured um, the samples in, uh in the glasses all the way down and I just started nosing. So I, I went through, I didn't taste anything at first. I just nosed every single one to kind of get an idea all the way down. Um uh, kind of like a, a xylophone of uh, of of no you know of of olfactory and and right. flavor. And then started to get an idea of like, okay, here these just by nose are going to work together. Then I started tasting just to to back that up and I started pulling samples of the glasses forward. And they're like, okay, here's Here's where I want to start with my base. These two elements work together. These two elements work together. This element works together. This is my base. This is going to be the core. And then the, the idea is to start nosing and tasting and layering on top of that core and creating a, a flavor profile based around that, that core, um, my, my core choices of whiskey. And we, we discovered very quickly that our palates were very similar. Uh, Drew and I had, you know, That's we both... Awesome. We both sat down, and we, and, you know, we have these 30 samples. We're narrowing it down to about, you know, about five, five or six um, different samples, and then we compared notes. And and we, uh, you know, we did our percentages. We added up our percentages of what's, you know, what we had done with our blend, and discovered that we were fairly, fairly similar. Um, maybe our, you know, some ages were different in in, in, uh, in certain aspects, but um, we were we were pleasantly surprised to see how how similar we were in those profiles and then we just did it we did you know kept working on it just made a few more made a few more compared notes compared notes and we discovered every single time we would make another batch we were even closer and even closer and this is us you know there's 30 samples there you know i'm not really paying attention what he's doing he's not paying attention what i'm doing we're just grabbing what you know my nose is telling me and what my palate's telling me to do and uh and then we, we we narrowed it down and got uh got it uh uh, dialed into a, an extraordinary, um, blend, you know, and, you know, to be clear, that's actually all Willet whiskey. So that's actually a marriage. It'd be a marriage of whiskey. Um, I know that, you know, there's, there's some controversy on, on the word blend for me, blend is taking whiskeys from other distilleries and blending them mm-hmm. together. And that's, right. that's yeah. the description of it. Of a blended whiskey uh, whereas if you're in in-house and you're taking those different whiskeys I, I i consider it a marriage yeah it's a absolutely. Marriage. now
2: i've heard vatted and things like that too yeah um good sure. point um luckily aaron and i mean we can I, I hate i hate saying we can relate to you because you're kind of out there really we're the it. same we're the exactly. exact same we've we actually exactly had the the, same stuff. the honor to blend a whiskey ourselves and i mean marry uh, some whiskeys ourselves and when I, I, I'm on the, 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 idea when you go in and you get all these samples and to the same point, I'm, I'm, when you're telling your story, I'm sitting there like, I can feel that because we're nosing and we're like, these two go together and oh my God, think of this one. We had two barrels, like we had an, a year and a half year old barrel, two of them sitting beside each other. One was amazing. One of them was terrible and we were just really going through it and then we blended and we had something cool and then we threw a third thing in, and it was all ruined. It is nerve wracking. But at the same time, it's this, it's this zoomed in project where you have to be in your element, you're super hyper focused on it. And it is literally playing with teaspoons because a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you've changed the whole process. We preach to our listeners all the time how important the nose is. And I love hearing you say how you, that's where you started and that's where you go. And the first part, when we walk new, newcomers to, through a tasting, the first thing we do is emphasize how important the nose is on this whiskey. And, you know, it, that can tell you a lot about what you're about to taste and everything. We're sipping as you're telling your story to make it even more, you know, emphasize the awesomeness of it. We're drinking the willet as you're, as you're, this as you are talking. This
0: is stupid good.
2: It this is, is oh yeah. religiously this is- good.
1: And, and Aaron, I know you were worried about the, uh, the, the, rye aspect, but you know, it's interesting because I am, I I love rye. I love a good high rye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love a good blow rye, but you know, having the, the high rye aspect of this, um, I knew I wanted to do a cask finish and I I was playing around with a a variety of different finishes and I settled on the Madeira cask because I knew that that would bring a a nice balanced element to that that low rye, high rye recipe. Um, So it's not um, overwhelmingly, you know, for for some people who may not enjoy rye as much. Now you have this little underlying sweetness of the Madeira that really gives it a nice Series of layers and depth to the whiskey and help balance out a lot of those those um,
0: those elements. It is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And we er, early on in in the podcast and having the whiskey group, Bobby and I used to be like, ah, we're not really into rye. Come to find out, there's like four ryes we don't like, and there's We've a, a whole bunch our, that we really really like. It's funny yeah.
2: too. We're in the Maryland Delaware area, and Maryland rye is country, right? Literal rye country. I mean, yeah, we have a American single malt old line who we love to death, but everyone else. Rye, that are rye people, rye, yep. Um, and there's some great ryes coming out of there. So this, has this, well, it's,
1: has, it's, it's yeah. Go ahead. It's interesting. You know, kind of going to scotch. You get a lot of people like, oh, I don't like scotch. Well, like, well, maybe you haven't tried the scotch that you like yet. Yeah. And that's, I think, a lot of people immediately like, oh, it's. They, they assume that a scotch is, is has to be heavily peated, which is obviously not the case. So, you know, so they'll put a blanket like, oh, I don't like scotch specifically because of that well, then here try this and, you know try this non peated scotch try this and then you you start you know realizing that there are so many ways to make a scotch that there's so many ways to make a whiskey that um, that the blanket statement doesn't necessarily cover that
3: Haida, how would you pronounce this g l e n a l l a c h i e i pronounce that delicious or Glen Aleky, Okay. Right? Single malt scotch whiskey from Speyside. Okay. The distillery's been around since 1967, but only available as a single malt since 2018. Uh-huh. And the whiskeys are designed by Billy Walker. What? Yeah. Talk to me more. Yeah, I know, because you, you have no idea who Billy Walker is. No. But the Cast Chasers podcast fan base do. Okay. He was the gentleman behind Dronach Distillery, Ben Glen Glenglassa.
0: I like, should be excited right you now. You
3: should be if you're a whiskey fan, you should be super excited. Okay. Big, fruity, heavy, sherried whiskeys, oh. just glorious okay. stuff. Yep, Glenallachie. That's okay. how you pronounce it. Okay, Glenallachie. Right. Glenallachie. Okay. Impacts Beverages. Yes. Guess what we are? Uh, I don't know. Proud sponsors of the Cast Chasers podcast. Right. Yes. <laughs>
1: You know, to your point about rye, um, you know, a blanket statement is like I don't like rye. It might be that you just haven't tried the right rye. Yet. And that's
0: a hundred percent right. So uh, th- exactly what you just said about about uh, scotch whiskey. Um, anytime uh, someone tells my wife I don't like I don't like scotch, she literally says exactly what you just said. You just haven't had the right one yet, and that's
2: a hundred percent right. Rye to me is, you know, if I, I relate it to like food, it's very it's like cumin. Cumin, it's. Cumin can be dangerous. Like sure. Dana is one of the, like I don't like curry, I don't because of the cumin. But she'll yep. eat, you know, tacos or like authentic tacos, which are very heavy in cumin. I mm-hmm. think it's how you use the ingredient, and how how you serve it. Rye is one of those. You know, first off, it's hard to work with. I mean, just from the interviews yeah. we've had, I know rye mucks up the <laughs> yeah. machines. It's very gunky. It's very, and and it, it, I think you probably have a rye day, and everybody at the distillery is like, oh, you know what I mean? It's a pain. Yeah, in the yeah, ass. get
1: up. Yeah. Get on your hip waders. You're going to be cleaning. Yeah, So it's aggressive. It's, yeah, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Like I have, I have a, um, I have a little 20 liters still at home that I, that I use for just making, you know, just for fun.
0: Essential oils. Uh, make, Essential oils. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, my, my, my permit from the government to make fuel. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll say from now on. <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fire. Yeah, there it is.
1: Um, yeah. So, you know, it is, um, but that, that still, uh, I seal it with rye paste, rye flour. Mm. So I use a rye flour paste and, and, a, and that way that's my, my pressure seal. So if too much pressure blow, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll take the top. Uh, it's not going to blow the still up. It'll actually, you know, blow that seal, but that stuff when it cooks and when it heats up, that rye is like, you could use that for, you know, chinking on a, on a, on a log cabin. Yeah. I mean, you could,
2: you know, it's like like mortar. stuff, but it but it creates a very interesting and versatile I think flavor profile because you could cause what we what I and I think we've talked about this don't like from rye and I'm not getting this um, the Willet six year is the rye is one of my favorites. Um, what I don't like rye is the licorice flavor you get but I think that's I've been explained that's certain kind of rye that's how they're using the rye and that's also a lot to do with how the rye the the, the, the distillate mixes with the with a certain char on a barrel German. You're right so most ryes I've had don't actually have that it's more right, peppery right. it's more you know the, the things you would appreciate in a flavor profile sure so, so I, this I, is delightful i think the finish too is really oh making yeah it so I, too.
0: I do want to talk about this rye real quick but first i want to talk about the the bottles in general um so i'm a i'm a big uh, what, what do we call me a bottle chaser is yeah, that i we posted call-
2: this on the instagram group so a okay. picture of it. okay
0: so good so that's somewhere um, the bottles, number one, just the regular blackened bottles are fantastic. I, I really, I really like the oh, design of them. Um, it's very, very cylindrical and then a little bit square and then another cylinder coming up as the neck. And it's just this really clean look that you don't see in a lot of whiskey bottles. Well, the, the sample bottles that we have here of the Willet blackened, uh, rye are like, and I, I didn't even realize it, Rob, until you told us before we started recording They're just a miniaturized version of the full-size bottles, and they literally are. And it's the funniest thing in the world, down to the point where you guys know when you get a sample. Do you remember
2: in Zoolander... When he makes yeah, him the when he makes the model the model for the kids that can't <laughs> read so good and he's like what are we making <laughs> schools for ants so, yeah it's so it's,
0: it's just a shr- a shrunken version of this full size bottle which until Rob said it I, I didn't realize I, I just thought these were really cool little bottles to the point where most sample bottles that you get have a screw top this has a tiny hold on, hold on, hold on, tiny, hold on yeah 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 make the noise.
3: That's the littlest. It's like the little cork pop.
0: cutest little cork pop on these little itty. You can't things. say cute on no. A it's the cutest little <laughs> metallica. Look at that adorable little Ooja Boo Boo doo doo Metallica. To put to
2: uh, to really emphasize the weirdness that Aaron just. No, I agree with you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a, a corny question, and this is I hate asking this, and I'm gonna do it because I'm such a fan. Um, how involved? And how awesome are the guys from Metallica? I mean, you want, I've been to so many other, my first concert was, uh, was Metallica with Foo Fighters and it was 98 ish. I think it was on that tour, 96, 98, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and, and, uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas, my first real concert blew my mind. Um, what is it like working with those guys? What I mean, are they? I mean, they're obvious. I've, I've seen the documentary, so I know they're about their business, but I hope they're good people. What if he's like, no, they're terrible? They're actually <laughs> the worst people on the planet. I'm like, oh,
1: man, that sucks. Oh, okay. You know, you know, it, it has been phenomenal. Um, you know, I'm also a Metallica fan. You know, I, the reason I was in the music industry for so many years is because I'm a music fan. You know, I, my my living room literally does not have a TV in it. It's a wall of vinyl. It's, I have 2,500 records in there and, and a, you know, big sound system. And, and that is my passion. So, and then, you know, my office is all whiskey. So it's like, i got a wall of vinyl in the living room, a wall of whiskey in the, in the, in the office and my little lab set up in there. And, you know, working with them has been, you know, they've, they've been incredibly welcoming, you know, they welcome me in as family, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a part of the Metallica family. Um, they, they, they take that very seriously. you know, most of the people that work for the Metallica, um, uh, machine basically is, uh, they've been there, you know, 20 plus years. Some people have been there 30 plus years with the band all, you know, every step of the way. So it's very, very important to them that they work with people that they, you know, enjoy and want to work with. And, and I, I was, um, I was really, you know, ecstatic to, to get into the, you know, the, the interview process, uh, it was very interesting, you know. I was interviewing for the job. They were looking at um, uh, ten other uh, distillers as well, and and then I kept getting narrowed down and narrowed down. I felt like I was on, you know, my my version of the whiskey American Idol or something. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, it was. Uh, and when I when I you know, my last interview was um, was with the band themselves at at their headquarters HQ in, in California, and I. I, I took some time off of work. I, I rented a car. I was, I planned to rent a motorcycle in, in Portland, Oregon and ride down highway one down the coast yeah. all the way to San Francisco. Uh, but I had gotten a, um, a pretty, pretty nasty head cold at the time. Mm. And so I was taking a lot of like, you know, medicine. Cause I was like, I don't want to show up to my interview. Like, all yeah. You
2: right. know? <laughs>
1: And uh, so I was like all right I should probably I should probably you know drive four wheels and so I rented a car in Portland Oregon and and drove from upstate Oregon um, all the way down to San Francisco along the coast and just listening to um, uh, listening to Metallica the whole way and and knowing you know in my mind I kind of I accepted that like okay you know if I um, it, you know, even if I don't get the job, if they're interviewing a couple other guys and I don't get the job, at least this is going to be a, a killer experience. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'll get to meet the band and, and, and have a good story out of it. And, yeah. you know, so very least um, I just, I kind of let it go. Like I, I really wanted the job obviously uh, because it was, it was like, wow, that what they're doing with sonic enhancement, what they're doing is their whiskey. Their whiskey's phenomenal. It's Metallica. Um, this is such a, just a cool um, that, you know, where this can go is, is, is pretty phenomenal. So I, uh, but I kind of let go of that. I was like, you know, I'm just going to be here. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to enjoy it. And I, I, I had a great time meeting, meeting the band. And um, I literally did not know I had the job until um, I was partway through or towards the end of my interview with James Hetfield. And he asked me about my, my military service. And, and he said, Hey, you know, I understand you were in the army. Um, did you, were you Deployed anywhere, and I said, "Yeah, I did a couple of tours in Somalia, tour in Haiti," and uh, and he's you know he thanked me for my service, which was really kind of him. And and then he uh, he said, "Hey, I got something for you." And he stands up and he reaches in his pocket and he and he and he's got a coin. And if anybody uh, in, in your audience are military or, for, or former military, you know that when you receive a, a challenge coin, a challenge coin you receive in a handshake. You get in a handshake and then you receive the coin. Um, and this is generally based on, you know, some, some merit that you've done, you know, some, some aspect in in the military or some unit that you might be a part of. Um, and he handed me this coin and, and, uh, on the coin, it was a Metallica coin said, I am family. And he said, welcome to the family and gave me this hug. And and that's when I knew I had the job. So those are the kind of people these guys are. They are down to earth, humble, super, um, just engaging um, individuals, and they they they're very passionate about what they do with music. They're very passionate about what we do with with whiskey. Um, they have been so welcoming. Um, I live an hour and a half away from James. We I go up there and smoke cigars uh, on his deck. You know, looking at the Rocky Mountains. Um, it is um, it has been life changing for me, and I, I get to work with artists who understand what um, approaching your work as an artist. Uh, is like, and that, that they have allowed me to have the room to be able to create and to be able to work on a project like this with, uh, you know, Drew Colesveen at Willett, um, for the Black and Willet uh, to work with other distillers, um, you know, for other releases down the road, you know, for the, to continue the, uh, uh the Masters of Whiskey series, uh, to work on projects that I'm working on. I was just out, uh, at, at Meyer Sound last week. Um, talking to them about uh, you know, adapting the uh, the equipment because we're just scratching the surface on the sonic enhancement process. So I am you know I'm doing research and development on that. All that is is, is all about the uh, the open movement of art and that's that's how they approach life. so I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier um, you know working with the band you know they're all they're all been fantastic. Um, Robert Trujillo is like, he's like, the guy's like a Buddha. You know, he's, he's, the guy's like a surf Buddha. Man, he's, he loves, uh, he loves talking about playing music. He loves surfing. He's, um, he's one of the most down to earth, chill people I've ever met. Um, You know, Lars is just incredibly uh, inquisitive and very, um, very um, focused on like, you know, the details. He wants to understand what are you doing? How are you doing that? And, uh, and, and james is just very passionate you know he loves he loves just diving into asking me about aspects of of you know how how things work you know we both love vintage cars and vintage motorcycles and uh we talk a lot about you know those type of things and kirk he's you know, and the guy is just a, he's a genius you know as yep. you know to, to your um so you know i've i am i feel completely humbled and honored by the whole process and uh, i love that I, you know I'm, I'm able to have the freedom to make some uh, some good whiskey
2: you're well. You're killing it over there, man. And you know, I again, I appreciate your service too in the whiskey industry. What you've given us in the military. I'm I'm former Marine myself. And um, I oh, thank you for your service, yeah, sir. I appreciate that. I saw the challenge coin that comes with the cast strength. Um, uh, I we because of you know military and and uh, we reappreciate appreciate the challenge coin. We have a ca- cast chasers has a coin. A metal challenge coin ourselves. I'd like to send you one. I'll get with your people after this, and uh, we'll get a. Oh, place fantastic! So I can send you one out because it is a, uh, it is a th- kind of a sign of respect. Um, and then if we ever meet up, um, we'll see who pulls out those coin the fastest, and then you can buy that person a drink. That's the rules. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. That's the other side of the rule is whoever slaps the coin. whoever's coin outrakes the other. That's right. Um, so I, had yeah, a, I had it a, is
1: interesting because I've got a I've got a pretty uh, interesting collection of coins. You know, I've got some. It, yeah. Some steel team foundation uh, coins. I've got one from the uh, uh, sergeant major of the army. Uh, we were in, we were just talking about that today with my 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 buddy. Um, uh, just you know, kind of going through like, oh wow, we got these coins, and I've got you know other liquor coins. So I'd be honored to uh, yeah. to to receive a coin from you guys. That'd be. Oh, amazing. you're getting one. Yeah, it's coming your <laughs> way, man.
2: Well, cheers. This has been an amazing. It's epically been amazing conversation. We've been really looking forward to it. We are huge fans. We love what you're doing. Um, I was a fan of yours, you know, even before Black and, you know, um, I, I do enjoy 10 Cup. Um, I, I think, yeah, I it's, was looking I, up to see if there's a bottle. I think I thought you had one. I, I don't
0: have a bottle of 10 uh, Cup. It's because I
2: drink it every time yeah, I get and it. and before. So <laughs> we scout out um, all over the U.S. and the world looking for unique whiskeys and kind of, um, you know, putting people on the pet. We believe our podcast is a pet, is a stage for people like you to come on and, yeah. and really kind of, you know, talk about what you do and educate and, and everything like that. But, uh, this has been great, man. It's been fantastic. Really, it's been really.
0: fantastic. I know we didn't talk a lot about the rye and the the taste of, but it's fantastic. If 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 you the will it doesn't the, need a yeah. whole tasting. Pro- it's, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It's great, it's amazing. Drink it. It's fantastic.
2: Get it. But start with the start with the you know the classic. Work your way up, and uh, and I think you're going to be pleased. And the bottle's sexy. Yeah, I mean, it oh just, yeah, it's a good looking bottle. So oh, absolutely, it, absolutely, you don't have to, Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, you know. And there's there's so many different ways to to enjoy that too. So I, yeah. uh, I'm glad you both enjoyed, uh, you know, our, our the black and original, the cast drink and the uh, yeah, and that collaboration. Looking so forward record. to more, absolutely.
0: Oh, but really quick before yeah. we go, um, Rob, is there? is there anything else you want to pitch where people can follow you where they can find more information about black and I always jokingly say your kids softball team um, but any anything anything you want to pitch it's 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 pitch time go for it
1: yeah absolutely well if you're um, if you're you know wanting to follow blackandwhiskey.com, you know, we got uh, uh, black and American whiskey on Instagram I'm whiskey rob on Instagram um, so I you know I, I like to post a lot of fun things uh, you know during the whiskey process as well as um you know we were at the, the the metallica show in at the hard rock hotel which was just phenomenal Seven thousand person room so it's very it was very intimate the sound was phenomenal oh, wow it was having a blast they were having a good time um so i you know i uh, and of course you know you can check us out on facebook too black and black american whiskey on facebook um and again if you were looking for a batch and you want to hear that playlist you can go to blackandwhiskey.com. um and if you're looking for the whiskey there is a store locator uh, on uh, that you can type your zip code into, and that will tell you where uh, which store in your area carries Black and Whiskey, so you can uh, more readily find it.
0: And that's at blackandwhiskey.com right? That is correct. All right, fantastic. All right. Awesome, Rob. Thanks so much, man. I mean, this has been this has been a blast. Could Above talk, and beyond, yeah. Could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, and we probably will weasel away to do that at some point. Anyway, yeah, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, thanks yeah. so much, dude. Thanks, brother.
1: Yeah. Gentlemen, it's been such a pleasure and an honor. Thank you.
0: All right, Cast Chasers, that's it for this episode, but we'll be back again next week. And if this is your first time listening, we want to personally thank you from the whole Cast Chasers team. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cask Chasers. You can also join our Facebook group. Don't forget to check out our website, CaskChasers.org, for show notes, Cask Chasers swag, and more. That's it for now, and until next time, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram, it's all in the chase. (laughs) i <laughs>